0: As we hear actually a continuation of the the scripture that was read for us earlier. Except now we have moved into chapter 4 of Acts. And Peter and John are standing before Caiaphas and Annas the high priest and their family. The very ones who crucified Jesus. And then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them... Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a cripple, by what means this man has been healed, be it known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Would you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. From time to time, I enjoy watching the television show Extreme Makeover. If you've seen it, you know that Ty Bennington and his team come in to help a family. And they send them off on a vacation for seven days while they begin to build for them a new home. They not only build a new home, they furnish it, they landscape it. They put everything that this family could possibly want or desire or need into this home. They will even give them a car. Get scholarships for the children to go to college and do whatever else they feel led to do that would help provide wholeness for this family. And leading it all is Ty with his wild hair and his incredible, enormous energy. I think he drinks a whole Starbucks store before he starts. And then he's out there, he's directing, he's guiding, he's encouraging, he's cheerleading everyone on. And he shows compassion and caring for this family. And he encourages the people around them to come in and be a part of what they're doing. When I look at that show, I think we see a glimpse of the enormous, incredible love of God through Jesus Christ our Lord that is just waiting to give us an extraordinary makeover. In the power of the Holy Spirit. This makeover is the gift of wholeness in our lives. Wholeness for me is best summed up by the Hebrew word shalom. Shalom means peace. It's the shalom of peace that we desire for our world. The peace of mind and heart that God alone can give us. But it means so much more. It means life and health and wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. And this wholeness, this shalom, is waiting for us. But shalom has a requirement to it. Shalom and surrender are inseparable. Shalom requires that we surrender our will to the will of god and when we do that the holy spirit comes into us in more power and begins to work in us to bring about the wholeness that god desires for each one of us i love the scriptures that we had today can't you just see peter and john Heading up to the temple to pray in the afternoon. It's shortly after Pentecost. And you know they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And their path takes them by a beggar. Who is sitting just outside the gate. We're told that this beggar has been crippled from birth. He cannot walk or stand. And he has set probably for close to 40 years at this gate, sitting just outside the gate called Beautiful in a world that was ugly. And Peter and John, as they walk by, are stopped by this man, calling to them, begging for alms, for money. And I believe the Holy Spirit moved them to stop And the scriptures tell us that Peter directed his gaze on the man. I believe the Holy Spirit enabled Peter and John to see in this man what Jesus sees. And so Peter says, look at us. And the scriptures tell us that the man fixed his attention on them expecting to receive something. And I believe that brings us to the very first step we need to take toward the wholeness that God wants to give us. To be expectant. To come to the Lord Jesus Christ and to be expectant of the life that he desires to give each one of us. Now this man had no great expectations. He was hoping for a handout. But god had something else in mind and so as he looks at peter and john peter stretches out his hand and he says i don't have any gold or silver and i'm sure the man went oh that's what he was hoping for but peter gives him something much more in the power of the holy spirit because peter says to him what i give you i give you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth Stand up and walk. And he holds out his hand to the man. And now the second step to wholeness. The man has a choice. He can take Peter's hand or not. Perhaps he thought, Why should I take his hand? I can't stand. I've been a cripple from birth. That's not going to do any good. But something, and I believe it is the Holy Spirit, moves in him. And whether it is out of faith, out of curiosity, out of surprise at what Peter has said, or even out of the, the authority with P- which Peter says it, the man takes Peter's hand and he lifts him up, and the scriptures tell us immediately his ankles and feet were made strong. And now the third step. He's taken the risk to receive. And God is giving him far more abundant than he can ever think of imagine, And he responds with great joy. He walks, he leaps, he jumps. And he goes with Peter and John through the gate called beautiful for the first time in his life. You see, this man received wholeness, not just in his body, as his feet and ankles were healed. He also received wholeness spiritually because as a cripple, as someone with an infirmity in that day and age, you were shunned by the people. Something was wrong with you or with your parents. He had not been able to go to synagogue school with the other boys he had been denied the opportunity to learn the scriptures to learn Torah and the prophets he could never go inside the gate beautiful to the temple he needed that spiritual healing and he needed the emotional healing that came because he was one who had known what it meant to be despised to be rejected perhaps even abandoned he knew what it meant to depend on others for everything that he needed in life he knew what it meant to feel shame and guilt and in the action of responding to the gift that God offers him he receives that physical spiritual and emotional healing but then if we read on in acts 3 and 4 we discover what happens because of the one decision that this man makes as they go into the temple people recognize who he is and they gather around and a crowd is there and peter filled with the holy spirit proclaims that jesus christ is the son of god that he is the one even though crucified is now risen from the dead he is alive and he is the one who has healed this man and the scriptures tell us that that day because of the witness. Of this man and of Peter, that 5,000 are added to the church. 5,000. This does not include men and women. So it was more than 5,000 who came to Christ, who received him and the gift of life and wholeness that he was offering them. Of course, there's a downside to this because Peter and John do get arrested. Ah, but the Holy Spirit continues to work because before those who had crucified Jesus, they're able to stand with boldness and to proclaim Jesus Christ again, the one who has been risen from the dead by God Almighty and who has healed this man. It's a glorious day for one person who receives healing leads to many others receiving the healing as well. I dare say that all of us have places in our lives where we sit outside the gate called beautiful. We sit in places that are not pleasant, that are ugly. We all have Places in our lives that are fractured and are not whole. We all are crippled in some way, maybe not physically, but we may be crippled by pride or fear of unforgiveness or jealousy or anger or bitterness or hatred. We may be crippled by past mistakes, either our mistakes or someone else's, by the experiences that life brings us. Or by some sin that we still want to cling to. We all need the healing that Jesus Christ alone can give. We all need the wholeness that the Holy Spirit can give to us. And Jesus is waiting. He's waiting here today for you and for me to receive the gift that he has for us. The Holy Spirit is ready and willing if we allow him to open ourselves to allow Jesus Christ to come in and give us an extraordinary makeover. And it's a process. It doesn't always happen immediately as it did for the man at the gate. But it happens. When we ourselves are willing to receive the Lord and to expect what God can give us and in our expectation to take the risk of receiving and in receiving to respond with joy and thanksgiving, to witness to our Lord Jesus Christ and then to go out and spread it to others. As we wait, He waits on us. He waits for us in the bread and wine of communion. He waits for us in the blessing of anointing that is offered. He waits in the prayers of those who stand here ready to pray with you for any need that you have. He waits for us to ask for the empowering of the Holy Spirit so that we have the boldness and the ability to risk and receive he waits for us at the gate called beautiful so that we may go through that gate at the end of the show extreme makeover you know that the family is brought back and there's this huge bus that sits in front of the house that has been prepared for them They can't see it. And there is Ty and he's out there and he's getting everyone energized and worked up and with his megaphone he leads them in the cheer. Move that bus! And it moves. And there is the gift waiting to be received. And the family's response You watch them, they cry, they laugh, they jump, they run, they shout, they hug. They just are filled with the incredible gift that has been given to them and they go in and they receive it. I believe each one of us has a bus in our lives that is blocking our view of the gift that God wants to give us in the wholeness that comes through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Nearly ten years ago, I experienced a healing. I took a risk. And I experienced a healing physically. But I also experienced a healing spiritually and emotionally. And I'm still in that process. But it is a wonderful process. It is a wonderful gift that God gives us. And it's for everyone. you have a bus in your life that is blocking you from seeing the gift of wholeness that God has for you, we don't have to yell, move that bus. But we do have to ask. And we say, come Holy Spirit, come. Free us, renew us, cleanse us, refresh us, gift us. Enable us to receive what God has already prepared. The gift is waiting, it just needs our response. What will you choose?